Dente Rigamortis. I'm Review Cultist. I'm Mikey, the E stands for evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. But tonight we have an SCP entry, specifically SCP-895. So, yeah, we're going to um, have a bit more of a discussion discussion episode where we talk about a an SCP entry and how it can be used in... Uh, a game scenario for like tabletop role playing, or uh, even like a story idea for it, um, because SCP entries are generally pretty short form and like done up in a formal way. So we'll we'll talk a little bit about the entry itself, but most of the stuff is the content is going to be about like how we can use it as like a seedling for something. Um. So yeah, SCP eight nine five. Um, just quick rundown, like super streamlined here because uh it's um a euclid class which are anomalies that require more resources to contain completely or where containment isn't always reliable usually this is because the scp is insufficiently understood or inherently unpredictable euclid is the object class with the greatest scope and it's usually a safe bet that an scp will be this class if it doesn't fall into any of the other standard object classes um, and SCP-895 specifically is an ornate oak coffin that, while appears normally like empty and vacant and like completely standard, while in physical presence of people, anyone surveying it, uh, the object via video or photography, experience extreme and often volatile hallucinations um, of and around the subject. And it's currently being contained in a uh, subterranean bunker um, chamber uh, about 100 meters below the surface. Uh, that's about it. That's about that's about the gist um, of the uh, of the SCP. There is a um, you forgot a, to mention that um, those that did view it got data expunged. Yeah, of course. Yeah, they were just <laughs> expunged from data. They got expunged. <laughs> um, there is an addendum where, like, it sh- it shows basically it's an audio excerpt or transcript of like when they recovered it, and they went and like Team One went into uh, the uh, the funeral home or mortuary and recovered the item while Command was watching through video surveillance. And basically, Team One was fine when they were recovering it. Like the team that was sent into the mortuary itself physically reported nothing out of the ordinary and reported that the box was in fact. Uh, empty when they opened up the cask with guns like ready to like gun down whatever was in it um and yeah there's nothing there but however when they tried to report back to command who's watching the whole event through cameras um they discovered that command had gone like completely nuts or like and had been redacted um (laughs) like they heard screaming from their from their comm links and stuff and they're like fuck it like close that close that damn thing and we're bugging out kind of thing um So that's the uh, that's basically the 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 entry in terms of its contents, um, uh, and the entry actually has a security feed of uh, of the containment unit 
uh, the mm. containment area uh, from, I guess, a safe distance. <laughs> it says it's 30 meters. Yeah. Um, it's a where, live feed, actually. Yeah, it's a live feed, yeah. With like a ticking um, timer and the date that you're looking at it on. Yep. So that that's uh that's the rundown. <laughs> um so I guess we'll jump into actual thoughts. Uh my my first thing is actually with the photo in the wiki entry. Um and I really like how they set it up. It it almost appears to be uh I think it I think it's uh, they have it like set up to like cycle through different like photoshopped images that then transition with a like a light fade or like the lights failing inside of the uh, the, the the chamber, yeah. like they that's how they've like they figured out like they've gotten a decent enough transition for like uh, basically fading in between images to do that um, to show like graphic things appearing and disappearing a- around the coffin. Like there's blood splatters on the walls. There's a mysterious figure in one of the doorways. There's like a severed head on the on the chair that's in the corner. They run, um, like get out all over it or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then there's even like uh, at one point I, th- I think the first one I saw was uh, there was like a, a pit left to hell in the yes. in the bottom of the uh, concrete. So um, yeah, they've d- they've gotten like this really nice, cool idea for that. And then a whole while that's going on, they've actually added in a uh, a real time uh, date and time header or like interface kind of thing at the bottom of it to show this cam six. And then like they have like a an actual like. Um, like I said, real time or active date and time, so that it looks like it's a, a live feed um, of the uh, of the of that chamber. So it adds to the it's it's a very nice, um, creepy and eerie immersion thing to the uh, the entry. That said, uh, my issue with it is that um, it I feel like it should be covered up. Um, and like the web user, like whoever's like who goes to the entry has to click on it to uh, access via clearance kind of thing. Like how there are in other pieces of sensitive material on the wiki. Um, especially given that the object's effects on viewers of surveillance mediums uh, is its primary hazard. Um, that said, it is, uh, it is apparently um, at a safe distance from the, uh, the, the coffin's influence or sphere of influence. But I, I can um I can fix everything, right? Yes, now. sure. It only affects you when you open it. What? It only affects you when it's open. Oh, maybe yeah, that could when be the it. Went in, yeah, yeah, yeah. They okay. saw it, and then like. So, yeah, like, really, so all, the, it's all the the, the crazy weird. See, the command team was seeing it move and seeing weird shit, but they they weren't bitching about it. Yeah, they that's saying, true. Like, oh god, I'm dying. But as soon as they opened it, that's when they were getting killed. Yeah, they were they were seeing weird shit, but they weren't uh, they weren't in harm's way. It wasn't until they opened it that like the thing basically came out, I guess, through the TV screen and attacked them. <laughs> uh, which so, I like, mean is definitely a good idea. <laughs> so, like, if there was a, a scientist that was going to like examine the inside of it, he would be turning the cameras off, going and examining and- it. Yeah, because apparently he can't harm you if you are looking, or if you're in there in meat space, which I do think is actually kind of appropriate for uh, for uh, our current recording circumstances. Hold <laughs> up. Um, yeah, it's kind of went fast. Okay, that's good. Um, yeah, it's uh, that's my uh, that's my my notes on the the photo for the wiki entry. Do you guys have anything extra for the photo? 
Um, oh, it adds the immersion. Yeah. Yeah. Aside from me just um, queuing, um, <clears throat> sorry, not queuing in, um, jumping in with the it has to be open to hurt you deal. No. Yeah. Okay. Um, then I guess I'll jump into my my kitchen segment. Uh, so it's a pretty neat and simple horror premise, um, and kind of appropriate like I said, for our current situation and the current times, uh, the whole remote viewing uh, technology situation that we have to deal with nowadays. For a story, um, you could you could have the mo- a mortician, a coroner, or even a security guard tasked with checking the tapes or videos uh, of, of the area it's residing in, or even upon its arrival to said mortuary, um, start seeing things that aren't there outside of the tapes and start questioning their sanity, like kind of for a psychological horror kind of thing. Like, um, like, am I going nuts? Like, like have like the, the guy who has to in charge of like, like, uh, like the security, um, company or service that the, uh, the mortuary hires and they start seeing weird shit around the, uh, the mortuary uh, on their recordings and on their, like on their surveillance stuff. But when they go to investigate, they're not finding anything. And so they're starting to like question what they're seeing. Right. I could even see, uh, and this one would work for a story or a game idea, uh, that a group of urban explorers venture into an abandoned or closed down mortuary or funeral home um, and start seeing some weird, horrific things that are that start wrenching, uh, wrenching at their, uh, their sanity like super hard. That's only visible through the video feed. So, like, they're going through the, 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 uh, through the, uh, the building with their their camera and only when they're using their camera does the weird shit start happening um and you could uh construct a table of like random events that are that occur uh around the object through the supposed safety lens of the camera feed um if you were going to use this for like a, a game like i could see like this being done in little fears in uh, Esoterrorist or Fear Itself. Uh, Call of Cthulhu, Delta Green could work as well, obviously. Um, and yeah, basically just have all the scary stuff happen whenever the players are using a camera. Um, and then have it just, and then even like if they, if maybe even have like the, uh, some instance where like the, the coffin looks like it's a jar and like get one of the, either one of the main people or an NPC. Uh, curiously open up the the coffin and that's when the stuff starts happening for reals or not maybe for reals like it starts happening around them but i think it would also be more make more sense for this uh using this uh scp entry if it came through the uh, the lens and actually started affecting them physically rather than psychologically uh that way it gives you more of a visceral um means of horror than just the psychological one for all we know it is like physical all we know is that that expunged happens yeah no that's what i mean like based on what it says or what it doesn't say in the in the in the entry uh it could be that it's a samara situation where like um it the the creature that's inside can't be seen from like using your eyes like strictly your eyes but it requires a secondhand medium to to see so maybe even mirrors do the same thing. Like you look through a mirror, you look at the object in a mirror and you start seeing weird shit like that actually kind of plays on traditional, uh, spooky ghost story stuff where like somebody like, like weird things happen in a mirror 
And then when you look around, like to the actual room, there's nothing weird or anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like have like have it when the when the coffin gets opened. Um, that's when the creature basically like starts lashing out through the lens of the camera itself, and like makes it uh, basically summons it into the real world. Um. But yeah, so th- those are that's obviously that's honestly my my ideas for for a kitchen scenario for either a story or a game is play on that that um the uh the psychological horror of like not being able to tr- trust the cameras like these like unbiased viewports of surveillance and drive the the characters nuts um through that and like like have them question their own reality um or have the have it be like a bunch of kids going into a a uh, an abandoned or closed down hospital like mostly most of most of my idea stuff stems from like the events prior to it being contained because i feel like that is where it's uh its strength is because otherwise it's it's just uh locked away in a hundred meter deep hole (laughs) um it doesn't have to end there because if they're planning on doing tests on it and trying to find out what makes it tick and like how to counteract it and stuff, there's going to be tests and death through test results. Yeah. As, as always. Yeah. And maybe uh, it, it like the camera entry, uh, the, the camera feed is currently set up to like 30 meters away from it uh, as a safety zone. But what if the safety zone, like it hasn't, the, the safety zone is already kind of like it's budged a couple of times. Uh, like it was originally set to five meters and then they bumped it up to 10 meters and now it's at 30 meters. So mm. like maybe like what happens when it like it, it grows its influence again <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. And then, yeah, then you have a, a monster loose in the uh, in the facility and you're an SCP entity or SCP agent trying to uh, get away from it or contain it. But yeah. Uh, Mikey, do you have anything for the kitchen or actual thoughts? Um, well, my thoughts for, uh, the kitchen would put it on more of a grand scale. So, uh, say a, uh, celebrity found this coffin and decided to use it. Oh God. <laughs> and, uh, they have a televised funeral. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In this cool. day and age. Yeah. That, that, yeah, real, yeah, real, in in the day and age of reality TV, I could see that. Um, I could even see that, like some, like maybe its reputation, um, it like it still has a reputation of being like eerie because like people get weird, like sense weird things, or like they get like there's some small indirect stuff. So it it harkens the attention of say a certain ghost adventurer who has a certain haunted museum in Las Vegas. His name starts with a Z, <laughs> and his last name starts with a B. <laughs> um, right. Zach Baggins from oh, Ghost okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, Um He's he's got a, he's got a museum of like all his haunted like artifacts that he's acquired through his TV show and like through his his uh, journey to prove that the ghosts exist. He's the ghost bro guy. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, like what if he bring? He, what if he takes uh, one of the? Uh, he finds this coffin, like, and like follows some of the stories of it, puts it into his, um, uh, into his museum, and now we have, um, either again a security guard scenario where who's like a guy in charge of watching the the museum, or 
better yet because it's Zach Baggins or or a, you you'd use an affiliate or use a an analog type character for him. Um, he's got like some of his artifacts streaming on like a Twitch site or something mm-hmm. for uh, that you can like pay to to check out and see. Um, and so basically, you're paying to get like have a monster summon to your uh, to your house. <laughs> yup, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, and then at that point, you could even, uh, with that seedling idea, you could even have it like be, um, you could be detectives or a police enforcer or like some kind of uh, police agents investigating strange murders. And all the link, the link between any, all of them is that they've were, were checking out this Twitch stream before they died. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, that's a, that's a good idea there, Mikey, the uh, celebrity angle. Hmm. And uh, another way uh, would be to take it back in time. So when the advent of technology is becoming more prevalent and it hasn't affected anyone yet. Yeah. Well, the other, the thing with this is like uh, you could have it that like it, it requires a secondhand um, uh, visualization. So like mirrors, like, uh, like I said earlier, would be the old school uh, way of like basically summoning it and it could even have been the inspiration for like uh those like stories of like saying something in the mirror like a couple of times mm. um and yeah like or even like again like it, it was fine until like somebody decided to like take a because uh, you see some of those like old western photography shots of like mm. the, the 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 um uh the coffin maker or the the undertaker and uh, like all the coffins that are like laid out um uh, outside of his uh, his business, uh, it could be like he the, one of those guys wants to take a photo for his uh for like advertisement like for like a new type of advertisement thing in like some old western town, and then suddenly you've got a uh, a weird west scenario going where the the creatures coming through that single photo that's being used as an advertisement. Well, were there any other ideas like for like the pre pre camera age though there mikey um well the the original sort of thought is like you have your coffin maker and he could be like mass producing these things oh no <laughs> <laughs> but nobody knows that they do the things they do because technology still is it's still uh, really new like the yeah burgeoning thing yeah also maybe even the undertaker himself doesn't even know like maybe he just it, it just happened to be that like he's making these out of a of wood from a certain tree oh okay so like again this entry doesn't have a lot of on like like a lot of any any kind of information as to its origin or anything like that because a lot of it's and, and most of it would have been redacted yeah. um but you could give it like its own your own i spin on like its origin like maybe the the undertaker uh got the wood like this really good looking wood, but on the cheap because they got the person that gave it to him got it from a, a tree that was used a lot as a hangman's tree. So it's gotten like supernatural properties as a result of all the death that it has um, been immersed in. Like it's a gallows tree. Hmm. Yeah, that, that could uh, be some nice backstory. Yeah. And that's kind of. One of my my things with the story is like because there's a lot there's not a lot of information uh, presented as to what it is. It's really just a core concept of a a seed idea of a spooky thing. 
um, it lends itself for somebody who's uh, of a creative mind to kind of come up with all the blank, or basically fill in all of the blanks, like all the white space uh, around it. So, and I kind of that's one of the reasons I like it <laughs> because I get to like come up with all the different kind of. It, it gets my my brain juices working on like and bubbling to uh, figure out like, well, why? Who created this thing? Why is it? Why is it weird? Like, why is it supernatural? So. Yeah, so that's that's pretty much all the things that I came up with. All right, and gamer. Um, what just like in the notes? Yeah. Uh, yeah, actual thoughts or kitchen yeah. stuff or anything like that. Like, I talked about the first thing. Yeah. We have to pad this one out a little bit longer. <laughs> <laughs> my first two are like talking about the same thing, honestly. Shit. <laughs> my first note is just it's a live feed. That's cool for immersion. Meat. Then the second one. Yeah, no, that's yeah. Well, I'm, I'm a live camera feed. That means like I don't want to be that expunged though, but it's not open, so it's fine. So really, yeah. the only other thing is just um, I, I liked the uh, the short excerpt between the recovery team and HQ. The the back and forth talking. But the the different things they're seeing is great, and it feels natural. Like command telling the people who are there what they're seeing on the feed doesn't seem forced. It's not like they're like, yeah, command, we ha- we understand, we can see. Like it's almost like it's already set up that they do this on a regular basis because of the weird shit that they look at. Yeah, yeah, it was actually done well in terms of like getting making it feel natural. And but that's about it for my notes, or at least what's left of them. Great. <laughs> well, like the like the SCP entry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the SCP entry. This is going to be a rather short episode, probably. Um, yeah. Um, well, is there anything like we can come up with uh, for uh, more kitchen stuff for it, like story or game idea stuff? No. <laughs> um, well, you could. Almost tie it to a crypt of some kind. Yeah, yeah. You could uh, again borrowing the idea of um, uh, urban explorers or something like that. Have them have some like some graveyard, uh, uh, some folks that are like going through graveyards and like using the Ouija board or something like that, or just recording themselves because there's tons of YouTube channels of people that uh, work as as a security guard or that go into graveyards at night to uh, see if they can spot a ghost. And like, what happens when you come across a crypt that happens to be like it, it, the the door, the open, the gates are opened uh, to the crypt, and there's just this casket in the middle of the uh, of of the uh, the crypt, and it, it's like slightly ajar. And when you open it, oh god, there's nothing in it. But when your camera looks at it, there's something horrifying. Pretty much, yeah. Like I could see, I could see some ideas for that. Um, I do. I am liking the idea of the uh, the Undertaker and the Hangman's wood. Uh, that, okay, that, sounded, that sounded that sounded that that sounded and, wrong. Hang on. I mean, Hangman's tree, <laughs> where he got the wood from. Uh, I said the Hangman's wood. <laughs> yeah, I didn't take it that way, but that's fine. That's fair. <laughs> um, but yeah, like uh, there is a lot of again, white space in the story that you really have to kind of like come up with your own stuff for it. And I mean, 
again, like given, I mean, we, we've all kind of come up with some ideas for it. Uh, like Mikey, you came up with the celebrity angle um, and the, uh, the, the old Western kind of uh, setting for it, like before or when technology wasn't that advanced. He's still in the same canon. Like that's what happened back in the oldy days, but then it got dug up later on and used. Yep, like in a live recording of someone someone famous's funeral. Yeah, or like somebody like they dig it up and it's like still in pristine condition, like it's not decayed or been worm like wormwood at all. Um, and so you uh, again, like it, it gets it, again, it garners a a reputation of being creepy and spooky because it's why is this like hundred year old coffin still in pristine condition even though we've pulled it out of the ground. Um, I'm pretty sure that's also a thing that people do. Like they they dig up old uh, coffins and like uh, put the uh, their family's remains in uh, uh, new coffins or something like that. So you could even have like a mystery going on with that. Is like somebody hires on one of those groups or those teams to dig up the coffin under the pretense that like it's for a family being that wants to have their their family's uh, remains like put in uh, interred in a new in a new coffin. And when they pull up the coffin, there's there's nothing in the coffin, and it's what's more is it's a hundred years old, but it's in pristine condition. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> so we could have a situation like that. That can happen with this. Yeah, and then yeah, like have like uh, they they take a photo of it, like just to like to send to somebody, and they're and they get a message back like, what the fuck did you just send me? What that's just super disgusting. Holy shit! And then they're like, what? And then they check the photo. It's like, holy shit! What the fuck is that? And then like roll sand, hmm, pretty much. Um, or yeah, and because they're like right up to it, like and they're using the camera, like it just comes out of their phone and starts attacking them. The the shadow, the the creature. Or the, uh, the 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 horror behind the casket, um, and then like you said, uh, you could, it could be part of the same kind of canon. So you could have like uh, basically a small a mini campaign of just different time periods that this thing has existed in that has uh, like has sparked troubles, like the old like the 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 Undertaker see, uh, scenario, and then a scenario maybe in like the mid seventies or something like that. Where they're interior, they're uh, they're they're pulling up the coffin for some reason, and then you also get the uh, the the thing of like, what if like they they were the the gravekeeper the grave people were were called in, um, under false pretenses like somebody was in the know about this thing's like horrid passive. Maybe the undertaker is some kind of necromancer or lich, and he's doing he's uh he's re- having the uh, the coffin resurface uh or something like that. Um, on purpose, yeah. Hell, hell, maybe it's a vampire's coffin, because you've got the whole thing about vampires where um, you can't—they can't see their reflection. Well, what if it's a reverse vampire, <laughs> <laughs> where it can't influence you? It, you can't see it with your with your naked eye, um, and it can't harm you unless you use a a reflective surface or a secondary medium. So suddenly, you've got basically vamp- uh, a reverse vampire. <laughs> Or a, a reverse ocular vampire. <laughs> mm. I kind of like. I really like that idea now. <laughs> Just the. Yeah, it's something that you don't see in the real world, but. What's but only through cameras. Eyes, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it, you require a secondary uh, 
source and unfortunately it's more to the it's more to a more of a, de a detriment to you because it won't harm you it's like uh look into the void the void looks back into you or like once you see something it can see you and it can it can influence you as much as you can influence it kind of from like uh the tilling gas experiment from uh from beyond in lovecraft's story where uh he they they activate this this resonator that like tickles some part of your brain that allows you to uh to uh sense uh extra sensory things and you're able to see the um the parallel universe that's like laced right on top of ours so you're able to see the creatures that are just floating in 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 their space invisibly in our space and then suddenly they become aware of us and they're predatory creatures so they start trying to eat us so again similar thing to like the whole like reverse vampire idea hmm. um yeah no i like that idea um and then yeah, have again have the uh have have the scenario start off with the Undertaker in the West, um, where that's where the origin of the coffins kind of comes from. Then like have one in the modern day where it's either like maybe it's the yeah, maybe it's the uh the, the crypt diggers uh pulling it up and finding out that it's all empty and they try to they take some photos to like report back to the client and the client's in the know of the spooky thing, so he he just like Burn, like basically gets real like cuts the phone and oh that's weird we're not getting a message hey what's this photo oh god what's in the photo and then it summons and stuff of like that and then you have like a, a more modern uh or even f further timeline scenario where it's uh some kids uh or uh even those that celebrity ghost adventure dude who's like found the the object and is putting it in his museum and now it's causing all issues because of the surveillance cameras but yeah yeah, that's really that's really all there is to this SCP entry. <laughs> um, and unless anybody else, you guys have any ideas uh, further for it? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, then I guess we'll go into final thoughts. Uh, again, whoever listening, uh, apologies for this one being a really short one, but this was a really short SCP entry, and we're still trying to survive quarantine. So. <laughs> uh, so for my final thoughts for this one, um, yeah, it's a really short, creepy concept piece. Uh, lots of white space and doesn't eat up a lot of your time at all. But if you're imaginative enough, it does give room to build a supposition uh, as to its nature and even supply creative fodder from its core subject. So for those reasons, like for the, for the intent of of like using it as a seed for like a game, like an RPG game or for a, your own story idea that you want like a, but you want like a neat, like creepy little concept. I'd say go with, I, I'd recommend this one. So Mikey, your recommendations. Well, it's short. Uh, the addendum was, as we stated earlier, rather well done. Um, and I mean, yeah, we typically like longer stories, but this one lends itself to being used elsewhere, like in a bigger story or gamified. Yeah, game fodder. So I'll go with recommending. Okay. And gamer? Uh, I'll, I'll recommend it as well. I, I really like seeing the, the live feed at the top as soon as I get... I got into reading it. Um, yeah, I, I really thought that was a creative uh, 
way to do it. I'll, I, I, I didn't realize it was actually like as in depth of a creative thing as it was until like I started looking at it a little bit longer. <laughs> hmm. But even if it was just the static image with the timer, that's enough. Yeah, but it does cause um, hallucinations to people viewing it. So it's awesome that that's added in as well. Yeah, but I like the interesting contrast. Uh, of it being harmless to people in meat space and that expunged to those that intact that view it. Yeah. Oh, I do wonder what the hell happens. Well, to- it, we heard re- screaming and retching from the, uh, from the camera feed um, yeah. before they were data expunged. So uh, it, 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 it lends you to, it, it, it's one of the things of horror. It's like uh, sometimes the best thing, the, the most horrific things are, uh, what the reader insinuates. Yeah, for sure. Uh, when it comes to horror. So like it, by, by leaving something semi vague, it allows your brain to come up with the most horrific thing that you can think no of. No matter what they tell you, it's not going to be as good as what you want it to be. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. By describe, by, by, by doing the, usually it's like by describing a few small things and then leaving the rest for you to, to come up with or by doing like data expunged. It's like, what the fuck happened to them? <laughs> Like holy god! Like, like they, get... they can't just tell you. Yeah, yeah. Because it's not just like, and they passed out and woke up and they're fine. Because yeah. that wouldn't be dead expunged. They woke up with a popsicle stick in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, the popsicle stick was in their head, not their mouth, like, or went through their mouth. <laughs> yes, and out the back of their head. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, they woke like up dead. <laughs> Yeah, I, I like that there's a uh, precaution set up in meat space with some of these it there's just no precautions or very little so it pulls me out of it but it's good to see that there are some in this um yeah even though it's shown that like no one's being hurt in real life they're still putting a physical like barrier around getting close to it just because I, I guess yeah. also because they don't want people opening it so it's it's good reason to enforce like just stay away from it. Yeah, just just don't, yeah, just don't bother. Like we're we're just gonna set this this camera up uh, within the safety zones. You're gonna see some shit. Also, I like how they they added like they've they've reduced uh, uh, security shifts to four hours. Mm. So like they like it was like you know what this is really stressful. Like just just take a couple of, just do this for a couple of hours and then like go see some therapy because you're gonna see some weird shit on those camera feeds, but they're not actually happening. Yeah, for me, the um, immersion is very high on this one, so my recommendation is also very high because if yeah. it keeps me immersed, then I like it. So yeah, which is which is kind of surprising because it is such a short SCP entry, <laughs> like, but it's yeah, exactly. It's it's short but sweet. That's that's what I was actually going to say earlier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, no, one hundred percent. And I again, I just love that idea of like like coming up with the reverse vampire <laughs> theory. <laughs> Because yeah. vampires also have like a psychic, uh, can also have uh, are capable of psychic attacks. So, because it can see us through the secondhand uh, visualization, it's able to like basically make con of uh, psychic contact with us and like screw with our heads with the with the hallucinations. It's almost a little bit like um, uh, I think it's called No Face, the guy where like if you look at him, he just fucking murders you. Like if you look at a picture of him, of him, he'll just run to you and kill you. No face. 
people know face. What, what's it from? Uh, it's an SCP. Oh, right. Okay. He's like locked away, and then they had a guy underwater in a tank. And they oh, at right. Shy guy. Oh, yeah. Okay. What was that yeah, name? that was the... Uh... That was the SCP entry we did back in January, or like uh, sometime, or sometime in the uh, around the New Year. I think it was confusing it with um, <sighs> No Through Road. Oh, that's probably right. Yeah, he's he that guy's referred to as No Face, but yeah, it's sort of like that. Yeah, which kind of cute. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Uh, yeah, it's another. It's another. Um, uh, like uh, it's it's almost like a reverse Medusa, <laughs> or it's like a it's a it's a, another kind of entity that is like Medusa or a basilisk kind of entity where like by seeing it you're fucked, <laughs> um, and it's usually through uh, it can be like for this one it's it's through just indirect mediums, but through the uh, with the other with the shy guy, it's. Any any way anytime you see its face, it's like that one. Like this is a reverse vampire. This that one was a reverse gorgon, <laughs> yeah. or maybe just a gorgon. Because <laughs> I don't know if it's reversed. Maybe a bar, maybe a berserker gorgon. <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, turning into stone, it just it goes nuts. Goes nuts yeah, would rage to kill you. Yeah, fair. But yeah. Um. So yeah, I guess that was this week's episode. So. uh if you like what you heard, or if you didn't, if you if you if you're pissed off that we're really sh- it was really short, you can leave us a comment in the comment section below, uh, whether it be on Podbean, Facebook, YouTube, or Tumblr. You can also contact us on Twitter. Uh, Mikey is at the E stands for Evil. Gamer in Yellow is at the Gamer in Yellow but without the W because his name is too damn long. Uh, I'm at Review Cultist. You can also send us emails at aldente rigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-E-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com. Or you can also leave us suggestions for other creepypastas you'd like us to discuss on the show. Uh, you can also support us financially. Uh, you can go to Patreon, look up Aldente Rigamortis, and select the backer tier you'd like to support us at. We have $2 and $5 tier with special episodes, early access, extra content, uh, all that kind of stuff. To our patrons that are already helping support the show, thank you guys immensely. You're helping keep those hosting bills at bay, and as always, we very much appreciate that. And to our listeners and the authors of these stories and entries, which I had not mentioned who posted this one. Um, SCP-895 was posted on the SCP Wiki at in 2010 by Elana, A-E-L-A-N-N-A. Thank you guys immensely, because without your listenership, we really wouldn't have much of a show. And with your authorship uh, and your story entries and what have you that you've posted and thr- flung into the internet ether, we really wouldn't have much of a show because we wouldn't have anything to read, enjoy, and talk about. So thank you. Until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey. The E stands for evil. I'm the Gamer in Yellow. And this has been Al Dente Rigamortis. Sleep well.